Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, gorgeous. It's Denise here. Today we are talking about discounting your prices and what to do instead um, and how to deal with the emotions around pricing. This is an evergreen topic and I've actually written about this so many times. I've spoken about it so many times, but there's always new nuances to this. And even if you've come really far when it comes to discounting, um, sometimes things creep in. They creep in and they creep in in different areas. They can be very, very, very sneaky. An example of this is um, I always really struggled to charge for speaking engagements, you know, and I, because I felt, I was like, I don't really love speaking and so I don't really want to do it. So then it was really easy for me to say no to speaking requests, but hard for when it was my friends. So I'd be just like, yeah, I'll just speak for free. That's fine. And then um, I found that it just didn't feel good not charging. So I started charging my friends, but still kind of giving them discounts. But actually what I found was um, I started charging for other people like that I didn't know to speak at their events. But then I started over delivering so much and it was like your money blocks are so, so sneaky that they'll find little ways, they'll find ways to come in in lots of different areas. So you might find, oh, yeah, cool, Denise, I don't discount anymore. But then you're over delivering or you're letting kind of boundary things creep in. And so it's almost the same as if you were kind of discounting in the first place. So let's have a have a talk about the different levels and layers of this. Okay, so the very first layer is charging in the first place. Okay, and so you might think, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. But think again, because there might be some different categories that have snuck in. So for me, it was speaking, right? I had no problem charging for people to join my money, money boot camp. No problem at all. But when it came to speaking, it was a different category for me. Okay, so think about where, like, and acknowledge how far you've come for sure, but see if it's sneaking in a little bit again. So often when people are starting out in business, I see this a lot with female-driven industries as well, that they do a lot of bartering. So it's like, hey, you take my photos and I'll help you with your website. And so this is really the first stage is to not do that, okay? Not do that anymore where you just go, no, 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 we'll both just charge each other. We'll both exchange money and it's no, no big deal. And I learned this from one of my money mentors, Kendall Summerhawk. She said um, it should never be inconvenient to exchange money. Because, you know, and sometimes people are like, oh, well, we're roughly the same. So like, let's just avoid, you know, taxes or fees or whatever. And let's just energetically just do it. And she really taught me that it's no, respect each other by swapping money. If you really, truly believed in each other's services, swap each other money. And there's a couple of reasons for this, too. One is it's real. One is it's respectful. But also how many, especially female businesses, um, if you're doing that all of the time and you're not declaring income, which whatever, there's no uh, whatever, but like if you have no record of your income, that's going to be really hard for you to get a business loan, a mortgage, to get ahead financially. 
And this is one of those things that really holds back women, minority businesses, is that the official paperwork, you know, you don't have the track record. You might not have the credit to then um, buy, buy your first house. Okay, so it's important in so many aspects, um, respect, but here's the energetic thing. If you're not energetically open to receive money, you will attract more and more people who are freebie chasers um, or who just expect you to do it for free. And so because I started speaking at my friends' events for free, friends of friends would start to ask me to do it. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm doing it. Like, okay, fine. And so then it just becomes this thing that people kind of energetically feel like they can do the same to you. And so then if it was like, oh, well, cool, here's my, you know, here's my fee, but they'd be thinking, yeah, but you did it for this person, this person, this person, and we're kind of friends, right? And so then it starts to expand. But also you'll find that you start to attract um, people who are just freebie chasers in general who you don't even know, right? Because you're not energetically open for business and there's no clarity there. So people just assume that you can just, like they can just get whatever they want from you, right? Um, and it becomes kind of a bit self-fulfilling because you go, oh, I've got these blocks about receiving money. And so even if people then offer to pay, you might be like, no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Cause you feel guilty. You think, well, they should, they should get it for free too. Right. And so there's something just so energetically damaging about, um, always expecting or not, not putting a value on what you do and being very, um, open to attracting those people. Okay, so that's the very, very first thing that you can do is just to decide not to barter with people anymore, not to give discounts. And a really helpful way to get over this is just to have um, something ready to go where it's just like, oh, you know, I don't I don't barter. Like just a really easy sentence just like, thank you so much. I'll check out what you do. Um, I'm unavailable for bartering arrangements at the moment. Thank you very much. Um, similarly, when it comes to um, being asked to do things for free, this is where it can be really tricky, especially if you're in an industry where um, like people's health or well-being or mental health or is at stake, right? So it could be that you are a pelvic floor physio and people are like, oh, well, will you come and speak to our event for women about pelvic floor health? And you're like, well, I really care about this topic. This should be this should be free. You know, and sometimes you'll even get people say, oh, but if you really cared about this, you'd do it for free. If you're an activist, if you're a disability activist, if you, um, you know, write about diversity or things like that, you'll get it even more because people will go, but don't you really care about this? And I saw this really great article from a disability activist and appearance activist, Carly Findlay, who is in Australia, and she said that she would just get asked to speak all the time on disability awareness. And eventually she was like, oh my God, every single person there is getting paid except for me. You know, like the cleaning lady's getting paid, the caterer's getting paid, the AV person's getting paid, you know, the um, the assistant is getting paid, the, the hotel is getting paid, the florist is getting paid, and I'm not getting paid. And that's really, really unfair. And so she started pushing back on that and just being like, no, you know, don't ask people to speak for free. Um, but she would get people shaming her, you know, saying, well, if you really cared about this. By the way, if you're a woman listening to this and you're a speaker 
how many um, women's interna- international Women's Day panels have you been asked to speak on for free? <laughs> I have. Over heaps of times. Um, and it's like, well, again, everyone else is getting paid paid there, right? And so you might think that you're not bartering. You're like, no, no, I don't do energy exchange. But there's still ways that you're doing this. You're still educating people for free. You're still, um, you know, showing up and doing it. One thing that I get asked to do a lot actually at the moment is to um, uh, speak to people's paid groups, you know, like a paid mastermind, a paid community or a, you know, like a paid course. And they're like, cool, can you, you know, come and speak to them free about money mindset? And that that's a really tricky one for me because I need to understand and realize too that they're trying to fill a gap in their curriculum and they're trying to fill it with me. And you could see it as win-win and sometimes it is where you go, you know what, like they, they might come and join my course, it's promotion, whatever, it's win-win. But sometimes it's not. And sometimes I go, oh, someone just wants my face on their sales page and I don't necessarily in, endorse their course, but now they're using my face to promote their course. And it's not cool. It's really not cool. And I actually um, had charged for this recently, a, a big kind of um, corporation in like, I won't say the space, but um, they have a big training program and they identified money mindset as a big missing piece for their people. And so they asked me to put together a training and I went, yeah, cool. And I, I charged for it. But I remember really second guessing my pricing for it and really second guessing like, oh, I'm, I'm going to put a license um, thing on it so they can't use it forever. They can only use it for a certain amount of years and then if they want to renew, they'll have to pay more. And I remember just thinking like feeling really difficult and they were fine, like they said yes and all that kind of stuff. And then when I actually filmed it, um, this course for them, I was like, oh, my God, there's so many people involved in this and like I'm probably getting paid the least out of this. And it really reminded me that those things have value and it's okay to charge for that. You know, and we live in, um, as we're recording, you know, like there's a massive big strike, at the, a writer strike at the moment in America for film and TV because people are not being paid for ongoing use of their talent. And they should be because CEOs are getting paid for it, streamers are getting paid for it, and they're not getting paid for it. And um, I've heard people go, oh, but they should have had a better agent. And you go, no, no, no. Sometimes we have to mandate things. We have to make things law because corporations aren't going to protect us, right? And if you're just doing things for free all the time for your clients or um, for corporations because you feel like, oh, I'm being nice or I'm being cooperative, or that's they're not going to protect you. They're not going to change unless you then say, hey, I would love to, but here's my fee. And not only that, imagine then having the courage to say, and you know what? Every person should be paid on that. I mean, I've um, spoken to people where I'm like, um, you know, they've said, oh, everyone's doing this for free. And I've gone, that's great, but I just won't do it. Like, it's just not something I would do otherwise. It's not like I'm speaking for free for fun. Um, And so, no. But then I'm like, well, everyone should be getting paid for it. You know, not just me. Everybody on that panel should be getting paid for it. And so that's the next level of um, being an ally and going, hang on, is everyone getting paid the same? Or am I getting paid more than others? Or am I getting paid less than others? Because I've I've been to speaking events where I'm like the main draw card. Half the people in the room are there for me and I'm getting paid like 10% of another speaker. 
just because I was like, oh, whatever, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I want to be nice. I want to be kind. Um, so see and check in with yourself where you are doing things for free, um, even if you think you're not. It's really obvious when you're not not, but then it's not so obvious in places where I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, I remember being asked by another major corporation that we all know and use every single day if I would speak at their women's conference for free, for free. And it was really fascinating too where I was like, oh, cool, here's my fee. But there was still a part of me that was like, well, that would look really good on my resume. That would look really great. And that's what happens with these companies sometimes is they know, they go, well, I'll just get someone else. But it's like, yeah, cool, but I have to make a stand in that way. You know? All right, cool. Let's take a break and then let's talk about um, like other scenarios where you're over delivering and giving discounts completely unknowingly. All right, speak to you in a sec. Hi, Denise. I'm a chiropractor. I live in Surrey. I moved to England from Australia 10 years ago. I own a practice, Northcote Chiropractic, in Clapham, London. I have been in business for eight years. I read Chilpreneur and Get Rich Lucky Bitch in 2019 and at the time I was in a massive victim mode because I was the breadwinner. My company was turning over over £500,000 but we were still in a very, I was in a victim mindset. Anyway, reading your books, I came back to England I then rented a much bigger house because I remember you said you couldn't buy the penthouse so you rented it and renting that bigger house meant that we could totally step into um, our better work energy and be on purpose so my husband has actually had the best financial year and myself my business has also had the best financial year I have also you inspired me to start to create a passive income I nearly didn't do this recording because I don't feel like I've totally achieved that yet but I'm well on my way so thank you Denise you're amazing hey welcome back so um so I was speaking at an event and you know, I charged kind of out of my comfort zone. I was still like, I, I don't really charge a ton for speaking, really. I, I know I could uh, I could charge a lot more, but I was feeling I was feeling the feelings of that, right? Of going, this is you know, I've charged a lot to be here, and it's cost a lot for them to get me here, and all of the things. And so I felt like I really had to over deliver. But then something happened that triggered me even more. Ah, <sighs> this is my trigger. Okay, this is my money block. People started to say to me, wow, you're doing so much. Most of the other speakers never do this. And it was because I was like mingling and taking photos all day and like going to the lunches and the breakfasts and like being at the event and like taking notes and just like, yeah, of course I'll take a selfie. Let's take another one. That's t- totally cool. And it was really fun. And if um, if you were there at the event, you might know what I'm talking about obliquely, but I went above and beyond my contract, right? And I like that. That's part of, you know, cool, be generous. And I felt like I got paid fairly and all the things, right? But I really noticed it was my trigger when people go, wow, you're so down to earth and accessible. No other speaker has ever done this. It actually made me want to do it more. They were like, oh, you must be so tired. You know, people were, and I love this about our community. People go, I know you're an introvert. So, you know, 
um, this must be hard for you or, you know, do you want to take a break or whatever? And I, I was like, no, because it hit all my things of like, I'm down to earth. I am accessible. I am hardworking. I am worth it. And I was like, I just did more and more and more and more and more and more and more. And um, I got to the end of the event. It was like a couple of days event. And I sent my husband a message to you and I was like, wow, babe, I really like went above and beyond the contract. And he was like, yeah, and the client's so happy. And I was like, yeah, that's great. But I'm so tired and so drained. And I just overdid it a little bit too much. And he's like, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, And it made me realize, you know, I need to make sure I book in like massages and, you know, just spaciousness with those things. And I, I totally get now why, you know, people are called divas like when JLo's called a diva and it's like because when you're meeting so many people and you're doing all these things like you need your creature comforts you know and so I would get annoyed if I'm like oh my god you know this salad's got onion on it um I wouldn't take it out on the people at the venue but I'd be like saying to Mark why wasn't this in my rider um and I I get that now because you're giving so much you need to receive as well but we got an email from someone saying Denise didn't sign my book And I'm like, oh, my God, I literally took selfies with, like, 300 people. I signed so many books. I took repeat selfies with people because people would – because I'm so down-to-earth and accessible and friendly, people would be like, hey, you know that selfie we took yesterday? Like, my eyes are a little bit closed. Can we take it again? I'd be like, no problem. All good. No problem. And I – it's not a burden for me. I love meeting community. I love meeting lucky bees and everyone's nice nice and normal and it's all good. But to have someone then go, I'm so disappointed Denise didn't sign my book. It just made me realize you can give and give and give and over deliver and over deliver. And there's always going to be people who are unhappy. And this is really this next big lesson is that pricing has to feel energetically win-win. And then that's enough. You know, like it was already enough that, um, I fulfilled my obligations of, you know, I'm doing a keynote, I'm doing a Q&A, I'm doing a thing. That was enough. And yes, it was my choice to over-deliver, but often we're over-delivering because we don't feel like it's enough. And so if you're discounting, but yet still over-delivering, you are going to probably experience what I experience is people who are like, that's not enough. I'm not happy. I want more. And it's because it's just the energy's all off on it. And it just doesn't work. And you have to just check in with your body sometimes. And I remember speaking at someone's event um, and it was not even a close friend. It was like a friend of a friend of a friend, you know, like an internet kind of friend. And I, I did my keynote and then I stayed around and I, you know, she was like, well, let's do another workshop. I'm like, yeah, no problem. And I didn't get paid anything for it. And actually I didn't even get paid. um, Maybe she paid my flight or something like that. Right. But I'm like, but it cost me more than a flight it cost me more than my time I mean it literally cost me I was like oh I didn't I didn't take into consideration you know like um, parking fees at the airport on that side and you know buying snacks and I got my hair done and you know just all of the cost of it the cost of being away from my family the cost of having you know people at home having to renegotiate their schedule the cost of that but actually the cost of my energy of sitting there and giving out and sharing with people and all of those things I got into the taxi and I felt oh my god I felt so sick I felt tired and sick and sucked dry and I was like oh that's why you have to charge it has to be energetically win-win it's not enough to go cool I met all these cool people oh I got a free lunch 
oh, I got to fly, you know, to another state and cool. That That's not an even exchange. And so I needed, I need to be properly compensated for that. Otherwise, the energy has to come from somewhere and it came from my energy, my life force energy. And that's when I realized, I was like, oh no, you have to charge for these things. Um, but then again, you don't have to over deliver just because they're getting paid for it. Ah. So you might be doing this with your clients where you're like, oh, they've only paid for a three-page website, but I'm going to do a 10-page website because I'm so nice. You know, and they might be like, oh my gosh, you're so generous. And then they tell your friends, oh my gosh, she's so generous. You know, go with her because she always like, she'll give you, you know, like extra stuff. And it's nice to have that word of mouth of going, wow, she's so good and generous at what she does, but not when it then that becomes the expectation, you know, and it's like um, my friend Victoria Gibson, she's such a generous person and she had to learn this as well because she used to do Facebook ads for people back in the day and it would be, hi, Victoria, if you're listening, by the way, um, she would, because she's so generous, she would be like, oh, I'm doing their Facebook ads, but you know what? Their copy really sucks on their website. So I'll just, I'll just quickly change their copy. And then it'll be like, oh, their landing pages suck. Well, I know how to do landing pages. I'll just go in and do it. Oh, their follow-up sequence isn't good. Oh, I'll just fix that for them. And so she then became known for just being this overly generous person and she would attract people who would be like, oh, yeah, just fix my whole life, please. And she she would do it until she learnt to then be like, no, this is my lane. I'll only take on clients who have, you know, a good offer and all stuff into place because otherwise she felt too like too responsible for them and when that happens you really limit the amount of people you can serve i i felt this very very strongly when you know i've i've done money boot camp now for um almost 13 years at the four five thousand people mark i was like i can't energetically take on anymore and it was because i was feeling overly responsible for everybody i was like i'll be here for you 24 7 you know you tag me at three o'clock in the morning it's fine. I'm probably up breastfeeding. I will solve your life problem. Weekends, no problem. Christmas day, no problem. I will be here for you. And so I just got to this point where I was like, I can't, I can't get any more people. I can't hire any, uh, sorry, I can't attract any more people into money bootcamp. I was like, I'm done. I'm energetically full. And so then I realized I had to, um, like, it has to be win-win. And it has to be like, yes, you can come into my community, but here is what I can help you with. And I'm going to push back on you and say, what lesson are you working on at the moment? Here's the lesson. Go and watch the lesson and come back and report back and tell me what your ahas are. Instead of going, yes, let me regurgitate this lesson for you. And once I got energetically into that space of going, wow, they're paying to come in and have a transformation in this beautiful container I've created. They're not paying for my personal 24-7 on-call thing then I didn't feel like I had to over-deliver anymore. I could feel like, oh, this is enough. And I remember one person tagged me on the weekend one time and I was like, hey, sorry, I, I don't work on weekends, but, you know, I'll get back to you on Monday. And she was like, how dare you? You know, you're you're supposed to be available for me. And and I'm like, oh, my God. And actually what I, what I was going to respond and, and go, even if I was your personal coach, even if you were paying me a million dollars a year, you do not have the right to speak to me like that and you do not have the entitlement to do it. And I didn't because I still felt that guilt of going, wow, people have given me money. I have to solve every problem of their life. And I just don't feel like that anymore. Even as I'm saying, I'm like, oh, wow, I really don't feel like that anymore. Even when people come on retreats um, for like 
occasionally I'll run a retreat in my rose farm and, you know, it's been $8,000. I don't know if it's going to go up. But I, the first couple of ones, oh, my God, I have to give them so many gifts. And I still do. But I'm like, I don't have to answer every question and fix their whole life in two days. I can't. And so then I relax into it and just go, wow, okay, let's, let the magic of the land, you know, support people and giving people spaciousness to come up with the answers for themselves. I don't feel like, I don't feel like just because people have paid me, I have to fix everything, you know, and I really want you to get that in your head as well. Just because people give you money for something does not mean you have to fix every problem of their life, that you're responsible for everything for them, that you're not allowed to set boundaries, that you're not allowed to say no, that you're not allowed to have um, parameters about how you work together, how they contact you, how you communicate, how you deliver the results. It's okay for you to do that. Um, And I remember the first time I pushed back on a client, she would contact me all the time, you know, Facebook messenger. She had my mobile, so she would text me, hey, I sent you an email. Did you see it? Um, I sent you a Facebook message. Did you see it? And I started just pushing back and going, hey, just to let you know, you don't have unlimited access to me between sessions. So here's um, a form. Whenever you get a thought and a, or a question, pop it in there and we'll talk about it on your next call. And I slammed my computer shut and I was like, wanted to vomit. And I was up all night stressing about her response because I thought her response was going to be, you bitch, you're a horrible, selfish person who doesn't care and all you care about is the money. And um, and her response was just like, oh, no problem. Oh, well, you know what? I'll figure this out. I don't want to waste our time on the call about it. And it really was a wake up call for me of going, wow, I'm not Google. I don't have to fix everyone's problems. I'm allowed to set boundaries. I'm allowed to say no. So hopefully that has helped you. And I want to hear how that's helped you actually, this call, uh, this podcast, because you might realize that you um, deserve to charge in all areas of your life and business. You might have had some exceptions creeping in for different parts of your business or different people. You might have had um, like lots of places where you're over delivering to justify the money or justify um, you know, your guilt around it, or you might have a lot of boundary creep too. So I have a ton of resources around this, by the way. Um, one of the resources that I love sharing is um, scripts about how to deal with awkward money conversations. So that's um, denisedt.com slash awkward. It's just a free ebook, really simple, and it has lots of scenarios in there. Um, but also I have a pricing guide. So if you just go to, um, let me just check, I'm on my computer right now because my team hate when I give the wrong URL because then they have to create a new one. <laughs> and sometimes I'll just make up a URL in an episode and they're like, Denise, stop it. Um, so if you go to denisedt.com slash pricing, I have the ultimate guide to pricing and um, there's a ton of advice in there as well about how to get your pricing right, how to deal with, you know, discounting and charging what you're worth and all of those things um, all in one place for you. Um, Okay, so don't go away though. Come back and I've got one final thought for you after this last break. See you in a sec. Hi everyone. Hey Denise. My name is Natalie Cooper. I'm a French expat residing in Dubai. I joined Money Bootcamp in April 2019 and thought I could use the lessons and support from Denise and the Facebook community of Lucky Beast to get inspired and grow my business. Uh, main haha moment for me has been know your worth. Um, as a woman, I realized that we tend to undervalue ourselves, over-deliver and be too empathic. Um, I'd say Bootcamp is for everyone. You just need to want to change and question your situation to get a different and better outcome. 
hey, welcome back. So my final thought is that there will always be people who think you're too cheap and there will always be people who think you're too expensive. And this is true at every income level. Isn't that so funny? It will happen at every income level. It will happen at every single price point. If you are free, there'll always be people who demand more for your free labor. If you charge a dollar, there'll be people who are like, how dare you? How dare you charge anything for this? This should be free. And and anything, you know, so you're allowed to charge what you want. It's okay if people think you're too expensive for them. It's okay. Like, it's okay. It's not your responsibility to be affordable for everyone at their version of affordability. It's okay for you to be out of budget for some people. It's out, It's okay for people to save up to work with you. It's okay for people to not see the value yet because there's so many people you can help. There's billions of people in the world and you only need a very, very tiny, 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 tiny proportion of them to be your client. So it's okay. Charge what you like. Charge what feels good for you. Charge what feels energetically right and in integrity for you. And check in with yourself over time because that's going to change. It's not one and done. It's not set in concrete. It will change over time. And that's okay. So if I've inspired you to really look at your prices, it might be a good time to review them and see where those leaks are coming in. And uh, that URL again, denisedt.com slash pricing. Um, It has my ultimate pricing guide on there. Everything that I've probably written about pricing is there and I know it will help you. Okay, so you're worth it. Just like in L'Oreal, you're worth it. We're worth it. And I will see you on next week's episode of Chill and Prosper. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.